Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Jeff Probst on Survivor, but he also directed a movie. But where's a good old-fashioned podcast to talk about Jeff Probst movie? Luckily, there's a merge boot. Luckily, there's a Joel Edmiston. Luckily, there's a... Cody Crane. (laughs) That's going to sound like you edited it in. (laughs) <laughs> I do want to uh, uh, create like a, an actual um, musical version of our theme song. I think it's about time, but w- I need to wait till Survivor comes back. So there's like a permanent one. So I don't have to like re-record it every week. Right. For the new listeners, I change the, uh, the, the theme song every week. But once we we're, we get the Survivor comes back, we get into a groove. We're doing the same thing every week, so we don't need as much. Why the hell would someone start with this episode? Every episode is someone's first episode. That's what they say. That's what they teach you. Um, you should know this, a, a seasoned podcaster. Um, that's what they teach you. When do they teach you this? Um, oh, I've taken like a podcast uh, thing online. Haven't you? No. Oh, well, I didn't pay for it. Mine's called Life, baby. I got yeah, a no, successful I mean, podcast. It, Let's go. You do it through experience, but that is a, a, a one of the first things they tell you is um, every episode is someone's first episode, so you have to give them context. Speaking of which, let's give our listeners some context. Okay, so uh, my name is Joel. That's Cody Crane. This is a Survivor podcast. Survivor hasn't been on in a while, so we've been podcasting about whatever we can think of. And uh, this week we watched a movie called Finder's Fee. Which okay, you know this? <laughs> Did you? I hope you fucking watched it. Um, uh, and uh, it was directed by none other than the game master himself, Jeff Probst, in two thousand one, and this was. I guess his blank check after his uh, first couple seasons of Survivor, I went online and actually Colby Colby Donaldson was at the Finder's Free premiere. Um, so uh, obviously it was at least after Australia. So, and he was in it, Colby. Yeah, when? Um, he was background. It's it, the whole thing takes place in one place. Where 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 was he background? At the store. What store? Let's go, baby. Are you making this up? You, okay. What are you talking about? You're, now you're confusing the listeners. Okay. The poor listeners. Guess what, listeners? F you. 
Um, <laughs> so, uh, um, so the, 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 I was surprised. I knew that Jeff Probst directed the movie, I think, but I was trying to think of what to do the episode about this year. So I, 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 I put it into Letterboxd actually Jeff Probst, and he came up. And there's this movie Finder's Tree, so I clicked it and it said directed by Jeff Probst. I'm like, what? And then it was like Ryan Reynolds, Matthew Lillard, um, Robert Forster, James Earl Jones. And I was like, this is fucking star star studded. Eric Palladino, um, Ben Volio from Romeo plus Juliet is in it. Well, um, I'm reading the uh, trivia here, Joel, and it says they shot it in 17 days. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's so. And I also read that uh, Probst made it and wrote it in a class. Um, it has those vibes. It, ha- <laughs> it has vibes of like, I don't know. I went to theater school. Cody, you went to acting school. I mean, it has vibes of like something you write uh, in a class thinking that you can get this made. And he did get it made, albeit with some good stars. But it's like... It takes place in all one location. It's like a play, really. It's very stagey. Right. Um, it's not well, terrible, but, you know. Uh, I'll pull back the curtain for a moment here because you said you were looking for something to do this episode on. And, uh, of course, uh, two weeks ago, we took a week off after an epic trivia. Uh, Joel had to celebrate his win uh, for a long time, soak it in. And we we come back and Joel's asking me what we should do it on. I'm like, Joel, you got to choose. I came up with that epic trivia, man. And then what's he come back to me with? Ben Affleck movies. What the fuck does that have to do with Survivor? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's not like we, we did an episode on Hubie Halloween. We did an episode on Drillbit Taylor. Those have nothing to do with Survivor. Well, I mean, and we, now we podcasted for weeks about the mass singer. Okay, we're doing whatever we want. Well, right those now. are at least reality shows. Now I'm over here, fucking watching Pearl Harbor, preparing for this episode. Did you not watch Finder's Feet? No, I watched Pearl Harbor. Okay, okay, you're joking. You're joking. <laughs> you watch Finder's Feet, right? No, I watched Pearl Harbor. Look at the fucking messages, man. We we just we we agreed on Finder's Fee. I'll tell you what I agreed on. Pitching to you what we start doing starting next week. That's what I agreed on. Or no, two weeks. Did you not watch Finder's Fee for real? No, I didn't watch Finder's Fee, Joel. I forgot about it. I thought we were doing Pearl Harbor. <laughs> oh my god, this is the worst podcast. In the world. If this is your first episode, congratulations. <laughs> I said at the start, why'd you start on this one? Now you know you can ask yourself that question. Here's the here's the deal, though, Joel. It doesn't matter about Jeff Probst's... Uh, I read the trivia here. It doesn't matter about his movie. He had 17 days to shoot a film in between his time on Survivor. Come on now. Now, the thing that we need to talk about, Joel, I've completely hijacked this is oh, what we the listeners should see my face right now i'm horrified what the <laughs> fuck man what we do going forward is what we need to talk about because <laughs> starting on tuesday february 16th is the greatest okay survivor fans don't at me 
the greatest reality show of all time, We're Temptation talking- Island. Why are we doing this? Why are we talking about Finder's Fee? Dude, you, you don't understand. A reason I started late was so I could finish watching this fucking movie. You messaged me to pitch to you why we should do Temptation Island on the podcast. Yeah, but I figured we'd talk about Finder's Fee first. That, well, I've been preparing for Temptation Island pitches you and watching Pearl watch Harbor. Fucking movie, man. And watching Pearl Harbor. Oh my god! Okay, I need to get over this. I just can't believe this. You have no idea. I did didn't have Wi-Fi at my new place, so I came all the way to Mimi's, um, so I could, like Mimi's like place that she's still in, but moving out of. But she has Wi-Fi here, so I could watch the movie. And now I'm podcasting here. I got up early. I slept in, and then I was like anxious all morning watching this fucking movie. And it turns out you didn't even fucking watch it. This is the content that the audience needs is you breaking down <laughs> and me. Okay, Joel, now that we've gotten past this, let me talk to you about temptation. No, I want to talk about finders feed. Let me finish talking about it. All right. And Pitch me this movie. Your, and then you can have your thing about Pearl Harbor. And Pitch then me. we talk about temptation. Island. Pitch That's me this how movie. it's going to go today. Pitch me this movie. Okay. So finders fee is about. Danny Palladino, I think Eric Palladino. He, uh, I can't believe it didn't. Fuck. Okay, I need to get over it. I need to get over it. The listeners. Let me ask you this. this Harp, but over, over, and over again. Let me ask you this, Joel. In the poster, Ryan Reynolds' character is clean shaven, but um, in the scenes here, he's, he's uh, got a beard. Shaven. Not clean shaven. He's he's probably the best part of the movie, Ryan Reynolds. I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's an actual star he's really good and this was before he was probably the the least known of all the people in the movie at that point too well because now if they re-released it they would just have him on the cover i guarantee exactly you. if it's if if they put it on netflix i mean it's on it's on um amazon prime and he's and his face is the biggest on it um matt lillard is in it of course your best friend um former professor yeah my and teacher. Teach, yo, teach. Did you call him that? I said, I said, yo, teach, because funny people was a new movie and very relevant at the time. Right. Um, it was always relevant from the time it came out. It still is relevant. Um, but when you was was Matt Lillard's student at the Vancouver Film School, Mm -hmm. um, did he ever talk about Finder's Fee? No. Absolutely not. And you, he never said, you know, one of the best directors I worked with um, wasn't Wes Craven. It wasn't uh, the director of Without a Paddle. It was who I think might be some might be Stephen Brill or somebody. But I think uh, it's I think it's the guy we watched the shit with, which now we got to watch Without a Paddle because it actually has a connection to the podcast. We're spy running. Yeah, I know. Well, why not? Yeah, I think it is a Stephen Brill movie. Um, but anyway, he's not Stephen Brill. He's not with Craven. The best director I ever worked with was host of Survivor, Jeff Probst. And honestly, it I mean, it's not like a horribly directed movie. I mean, it's its kind of like its it all takes place in one place. It could have been a play. It's written to be a play, but it's really packed out with unnecessary scenes of dialogue and, and, and like circling things. Like, honestly, it's just like a fucking a play I could have writ- wrote when I was like 20, you know, like it just, it just reminds me of that sort of thing. It's a bit of a thriller. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so it's about a lottery ticket, uh, found lottery ticket. It's got a 
you know, it's got some twists and turns along the way. You don't know who to trust. Matt Lillard is, I think it's more his character than the actor, the performance. But it is, he is so annoying in this movie. Well, Matt Lillard uh, at this time had already done SLC Punk, right? And uh, Scream. Yep. And he he was in She's All That or whatever. And Well, I'm just saying the fantastic movies. But She's All That's good. She's All That. Um, and uh, yeah, so he, he, yeah, he, 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 he certainly would have been bigger on the poster than Ryan Reynolds at that point in time. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's just, he's not bad and he's just, his character is super annoying. Like he's kind of playing the bad boy, but like he's just written to be like all, every line he says is annoying and that he's like a motor mouth and he just won't stop fucking talking. I mean, the whole movie is just dialogue. Right. And right. So, well, yeah. and, and Eric Eric Palladino is the main character too, which is shows you how 2001 this movie is. He's the one that you know he's the least recognizable of the cast, and he's the main character. Well, um, he's also uh, one of the few people in this movie that didn't date Alanis Morissette. Okay, so Ryan Reynolds dated Alanis Morissette. Did James Earl Jones date Alanis Morissette? You got it, buddy. <laughs> no, uh, Dash Mahok. Really? Yeah. Who dated her first? Um, probably Dash. Wow, Ryan, you're a dick for dating your your your. That maybe that's how they met. I don't want to start rumors now, but. Are you sure you're not thinking of Dave Coulier? <laughs> no, yeah, that's got to be how they met. Dash Mahok. Uh, Dated Alanis Morissette 1998 to 2001. Ryan Reynolds dated her 2002 to 2007. Hmm, that is they, pro- they must have met on this movie. Well, I, I looked at the red carpet. And the only actor from the movie that showed up to the red carpet was oh. uh, Robert <laughs> Forster. Yeah, actors didn't show up? Yeah. What the hell? Robert Forster and Colby Donaldson, who apparently is in it. But you actually don't know anything about this fucking movie because you didn't watch it. Um, um, so I, I'm going back on, on earlier. I don't think that you were telling the truth about the um, Colby Donaldson connection. Uh, <laughs> I think you'd be right. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, I'm so, I'm so flabbergasted that I rushed around trying to finish this movie before the podcast. And and you did you actually watch Pearl Harbor? We decided we weren't going to watch it because it wasn't on any streaming service. I I didn't know what was going on. But look at the messages. Did you actually watch Pearl Harbor? Oh, they're both in buried too. Um, yeah, I watched Pearl Harbor. And I mean, it's bad. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really want to watch it when you suggested it. No, I didn't want to watch it either. <laughs> you suggested Pearl Harbor. You said a Ben Affleck movie, and I'm like, I guess we gotta watch Pearl Harbor. I mean, like, uh, if we're gonna, we only watch bad movies on this. Like, if we're gonna watch one, I guess that's the one we gotta do. The movie Probes Directors on Amazon Prime, five hundred finders fee, 
uh, with Ryan Reynolds and your best friend Matt Lillard. I'm reading messages right now, and you said, "Ooh, I'll watch it," and I said, "I'll watch it tomorrow." And that that, that that that's you didn't say for the podcast. Okay. So what did you think today's episode was going to be about? I thought you were going to talk about Ben Affleck and how you're watching those movies. And then I would have to bring it in, baby, to talk about Temptation Island. So what did you think the title of today's podcast would be? Um, The pitch for the future. This is literally the worst podcast in the world. I don't know how anybody has uh, it, it. I, 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 I'm, I'm trying to be self-aware to make this podcast better right now. I'm trying to be like, we know that this is a f- colossal fuck up. So it's I, I should stop harping on it. You know, like what? It, and maybe this is entertaining. The bickering is the entertaining part. Well, I, I, I find it very entertaining. I think uh, other people will, too. So somebody's going to be like, um. Oh hey man, what you what are you listening to today? And the guy's like, Oh, I'm listening to this podcast. What's the podcast about? It's about um, these two hosts, and one of them watched one movie, the other watched another movie, and uh, they're really mad at each other right now. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, it's great. If if we could somehow keep the anger up for every episode and do this every time, hey, I think we'd have a hit. I was thinking about. <laughs> Before the pandemic and the episodes um, at the beginning of Winners at War, where me and you were very tense with each other for some reason. Um, and I was like, wow, I'm glad that me and Cody have calmed down and we're better friends now. We've sorted out the, the tenseness between us at the be- through um, uh, the pandemic and all this stuff and through Winners at War and that we, we love each other and all this stuff. And then you pull this shit. I mean, to be fair, um, Joel, you you get very passionate about Survivor. I think that's where the tense um, stuff comes in, you know? Oh, it's my fault. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. No worries. Well, it's not, I, it's not because you're super competitive with the with the fantasy. No, it's not. It's not because. No, I'm saying that I, you didn't let me finish. I'm you're passionate about Survivor and I know how to edge you on. It's a it's a winning combo. And uh, I just can't I can't get you on a regular day if it's not about Survivor. You just love it so much and you're so passionate. Well, I'm, I'm, I've also calmed down through the year. The pandemic and having nothing to do instead of making me super anxious has actually made me sort of calm, depressed, but calm. You're soothed. Yeah, I know. I know this has not been the, the, the case for a lot of other people. But uh, for me, it actually... Did the opposite like i didn't have I've, i i was able to uh funnel my anxiety into things when into things easier when i didn't have a thousand things going on everyone's pandemic experience is different joel mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. don't feel bad about yours being different no i don't I, I i'm not saying that the pandemic was good or bad it was just you know it was different for me certainly i've been depressed but i haven't been like as anxious as i would have been otherwise if I if I'm being honest with myself, have you been watching uh, Survivor still lately? I know last time we talked uh, two weeks ago, you had just finished um, Game Changers. Um, I hadn't finished Game Changers. 
And oh, you I have. kept watching Game Changers, and but I haven't watched much since then. No, I, I've been watching a lot of mysteries lately, a lot of thrillers, some Hitchcocks. Oh, um, a couple Ben Afflecks. A lot of Ben Affleck. You told no, me. Uh, no, no. I mean, not too too much Ben Affleck. I, I think I was like, I'm I'm starting to be more like I want to watch more Ben Afflecks, but there's not many on streaming service right now. So, well, you were you were trying to get Ben Affleck suggestions out of me too. You're like, have you seen this one? And I was like, yeah, I've seen it. Well, I was thought, thought, uh, no, I was asking if you like because I was like, have you seen that basketball one? Because I thought maybe we can talk about that on the podcast because that's on Crave. Yeah, I watched it on when it first came on Crave. Um, I've seen a lot of Ben Affleck movies, and uh, now even more that I've seen Pearl Harbor. Um, Had you never seen Pearl Harbor? No, I always passed on it. Like, why would I watch that? It's so bad. I, I heard it was bad, and it lived up to our expectation. That but may, I may or may not have seen that in the theater. Well, I feel like that's something I saw in the theater. Pretty sure. I mean, I don't know, but. Ben Affleck has really turned it around, you know. The town, Argo. He's his his career is so interesting. It's so up and down. But have you been watching him because of like I thought that you were pitching watching a Ben Affleck movie, not because you have been watching them lately, but because of like the pictures, like the paparazzi photos of him struggling the, to get his Donuts. mail and struggling to get Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Um. No, I mean, I think I suggested that like right after Mimi and I had watched Gone Girl and I was watching. Gone oh, that's Girl. a good one, too. Oh, yeah. God, that movie is amazing. And uh, and he's so good in it. And I was thinking like, well, yeah, lately all I've heard about Affleck is his Dunkin Donuts and people saying that he looks like shit and all this stuff. And I certainly uh, laughed at those pictures. So I don't know. I was like, Did I'm you- down to do an Affleck run and maybe talk about him a bit because I have a lot to say about him. But uh, um, did you? Uh, he's got an interesting career. Or did Ben Affleck? He directed Gone Girl, right? Or no? No, he directed Gone Baby Gone. Fincher I wasn't sure. Gone well, Girl. I know that. Yeah. Oh, Fincher you just, directed. Wait. Well, I know he directed Gone Baby Gone. I wasn't wait. sure if he did because I know he did Argo, The Town, uh, Gone Baby Gone. I wasn't sure if he did Gone Girl too. I couldn't remember. Gone Girl too. Yeah, Gone Girl 2. Can't wait he's, for that. He's coming back. She, she's back, girl. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, boy. But, uh, Joel, this is also a short episode today. Uh, so can you I get... why? Why? Because I had to watch the movie that you didn't watch. Well, here, neither here nor there. <laughs> you knew. And you just didn't watch it. You knew. I know, I know, I know you're lying. I got a lot of documents on my table here, Joel. I'm thinking about Pearl Harbor. I'm, uh, I'm excited about a premiere that's coming out soon. I, I did a voice audition today. I've been up. I've done Zoom meetings. I've been up all day, Joel. <laughs> so have I. Watching the movie. Watching yeah. the finder's feed. Directed by Jeff Probst. Well, why don't we talk more? I wanted to be able to talk about Jeff Probst's directing style. and How, how, maybe how long movie. is it? It's an hour and a half. It's an hour and a half? Yeah. All right, I'll watch it right now. 
you know, I was because it kind of like <laughs> the characters are, are are lying to each other and not telling each other certain things. I'm like, it's kind of like Survivor. It's and kind of like us. Yeah, because you're lying to me right now about n- not knowing that. This Actually, I didn't lie to you at all. I was pretty honest that I didn't see it. Yeah, well, a lie by omission through the week. You it did. wasn't it wasn't through the week. That message was like yesterday or something. That was t- a few days ago and you said I'll watch it tonight. So that was a lie, I guess. Uh yeah, I guess I didn't watch it that night. I uh must have forgot. Oh my god. What if one of the bigger movie podcasts, one of the hosts didn't watch it? <laughs> I mean, this is what we need. I love it. I love this. No one. This isn't going to get on Podmass. Podmass. You want it to? Have you ever submitted one of our episodes to Podmass? No. Should we? I have. The elfing elfing around episode. (laughs) That's a way to get elfing around promoted. Oh, my God. You should have uh, did the trivia one. We have so many survivor contestants on that one. Um, I might submit this one to be honest. Yeah, this <laughs> that would make my day if this is the one that gets on there. I, I mean, su- I might submit this one to the Peabody. Yeah, this, I mean, this could get a Peabody award. Uh, I think, Webby's. I think, uh, Joel, you didn't ask me too if I've been watching Survivor because I have been. Oh, so that wasn't you asking me if I watched Survivor to find out if I had, that was you. Trying to get me to ask you if you've been watching Survivor. Well, no, I wanted to know, and also no, come you courtesy. Me to, I will. I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about Finder's Feet. Well, we're almost done. We got six minutes left of this podcast. Six minutes? What are you talking about? I told you beforehand. Oh my god! No. Why? God damn it! <laughs> I love it. This is this is gonna be the perfect little bite sized episode for people. Uh, no, this is garbage. I've I literally paid for an Uber to get here. I, this is, I... <laughs> oh my god. Now Joel, let me talk about Temptation Island why we should watch it. All right, you ready for this? Yeah. This is the pitch. All right. Hosted by Mark Wahlberg. Not the Mark Wahlberg, but Mark Wahlberg, host of Antiques Roadshow. This guy gets down to it, baby. You got four um, four men in the relationship go to an island with 15 single females trapped or stuck in the house together. Four of the uh, females in the relationship get uh, stuck on an island with 15 single guys. They get out of context clips at the end of every episode of what their partner's doing. Uh, drama ensues. Uh, we and at the end we see if they want a new relationship, if they keep that one, or if they just want to go home alone. To be honest, as someone who's been cheated on, this doesn't sound like something I want to do. Did, I want to watch. Did you? Would you do this show? No, absolutely not. Wait, you're not going to get cheated on. You might, but you're not. No, I don't. I don't want to do it. It just seems like hot garbage trash. Sometimes the relationships come out of it even stronger. It just seems so stupid to me. I don't know. 
Well, I got to watch it every week. Okay, then watch it every week. I don't want to talk about that shit. That seems horrible to me. That seems like it's going to make me upset to watch. If I watched Finder's Fee, would you be uh, singing a different tune right now? Uh, I don't know. To be honest, the trying to get people to cheat thing on TV. It's not trying to get people to cheat. It's rubbed me the wrong way. It's not trying to. Okay. It's seeing what happens. Usually... Because the only people that go on the show is if they have a problem in their existing relationship and it's to test it to make it stronger. And the host, Mark Wahlberg, uh-huh. makes it. Do you want me to comment on the Mark Wahlberg thing and be like, wait, there's two Mark Wahlbergs? <laughs> if you could if you could do a soundbite of you going like, wait, not the Italian job one. There's two. Doi. You mean the guy from Patriots Day? <laughs> the guy from Deepwater Horizon <laughs> do all of the, his uh, movies that are movies. collaborated with yeah. the guy from Mile 22 <laughs> Wait, is that the guy from Spencer Confidential <laughs> you got one more wait 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 hold on you're telling me the guy from Lone Survivor is <laughs> The host of Temptation Island? <laughs> Doi! No, Joel, not that one. The Antiques Roadshow host, Mark Wahlberg. That's his brother, right? The guy mm. from the kids in the hall? <laughs> kids in the hall. <coughs> oh. New oh, kids in the God. hall? So, so I think what we need to do now is I've done my short pitch. You've uh, shortly talked about finder's fee. Uh, we need to leave it to the listeners here. Or you leave and I just monologue for a bit. You want me just to leave? I mean, how badly do you need to leave right now? Kind of, kind of pretty badly. Why? Tell, tell us. <laughs> Well, because I have another recording. At one? Yeah. That's 20 minutes from now. Yeah, I I need to prepare. What do you need to do? You need to fucking rub your improv muscles? Yeah. Look up a, a Halloween would you rather? Me, 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 me. Yes, 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 yes. And, 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 and. <laughs> Um, well, I can stay on for another five minutes if we play Zip Zap Zop. Well, Joel, <laughs> it's been swell. I hope our listeners uh, reach out about this one and tell us what we should do next. I'm thinking Temptation Island, even though Joel doesn't want to do it. No, I don't. That seems like I would fucking hate that show and I would be thinking about nothing but how much a pain it must be for the people on the show to have their their significant other to be cheating on them on the show. Well, yeah, it it hurts a lot of them. There's a lot of tears shed. I know, and they're, prob- they're probably every so often the people who have been on that show, they cringe, not just because it was a painful experience, but because they shared it with millions of viewers. Like, they, like shudder. Like, I shudder still thinking about things in my past and I didn't have to you know and like the fact that three other people know about it 
you know, than than fucking millions. That'd be horrible. Well, the thing is, Joel, that uh, Mark Wahlberg says every episode Mark that Wahlberg, uh, from from Basketball Diaries. No, Joel, not that Mark Wahlberg from Antiques Road Show. Oh, who directed that? <laughs> is that one of uh, Peter Berg's? <laughs> but uh, he tells them that everyone will come out better off at the end of the season. Oh, so if Mark Wahlberg says it, of course it must be true. He's a good guy, Joel. He really calls people out on their shit. Just like the real Mark Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. We should have Mark Wahlberg on the podcast. Both of them. Together, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let them settle it, battle it out, <laughs> battle of the marks. <laughs> but, anyways, Joel, I'm signing out. Follow us at Merge Boot Podcast. I'm not finishing the. Po- you can you you can let me do all that. I'll, I'll I'm gonna monologue for a bit at the end of this. All right, everyone. Um, oh, catch us on Pod Mass. I'm uh. <laughs> I, I don't know what Joel's going to say. I'm scared he's going to talk shit about me for the next 15 minutes. Uh, no, I probably won't monologue for that much longer. The, the, the listeners know how much I have monologued at this point, and I don't. They have the advantage over me because they can see how much is left in their little podcast thing. And, and they're like, and now playing. They're probably so thinking, like this is daunting. Like five minutes. <laughs> I, my prediction is that I'll only talk for like two, three minutes. But uh, um, maybe I'll talk for longer. And it, and and if I talk for longer, it's actually more of a treat for the listeners because I don't know. No, nope. I don't. I don't give away this shit for free. See you next week, everyone. They they won't see you. Nobody will see anybody because this is a audio medium. Listen to us next week, everyone. Yeah. Enjoy. Uh, spooked and goodbye, everyone. Cody's gone. Um. Thanks for sticking around if you have, if you're still uh, here. I'm just on a Zoom call here recording, and uh, I'm by myself. A lot of Toms, a lot of people named Tom. It's kind of one of those names you don't notice. You know, when somebody says your name is Tom, you're like, yeah, of course it is. Um, But there's a lot of Toms. Thomas, Thomas the tank engine. Or is it Thomas just the engine? Thomas... Thomas the train? Is it a is he a tank engine? Why do I think he's a tank engine? Thomas the train. Thomas the train engine. What is a tank engine anyway? I don't know. Thomas I'm gonna Google it. Thomas the It's Thomas the tank engine, Thomas the train. Oh yeah. Both. Thomas the tank engine is a is a British anthropomorphized Fictional steam locomotive. I'm glad they added in the fictional part because I would have been like, are they saying this motherfucker's real? Um, I'd love to fucking meet this guy. Um, that it's, it's a good distinction to put fictionalized there because otherwise, wait, we might have had some kitties looking around for the real life I want his autograph. I want to meet him. I admire him. I want him to suck my... Um, anyway. Uh, uh, you know. Um, yeah. 
I was on a podcast recently where um, obviously listeners to this podcast know the masked dancer. We we podcasted when Elizabeth Smart was unmasked. And uh, I was on someone else's podcast recently, and I talked about how Elizabeth Smart was on The Masked Dancer. I'm like, yeah, she was like a kidnapping victim. She's That's what she's famous for. And now she's on The Masked Dancer. And, and this is a friend of mine whose podcast I was on, but he, he was worried about people being mad at me and canceling me because of the uh, uh, my Elizabeth Smart talk, and he cut it out of the episode. But... Uh, it's not something I've ever done on my podcast, my own podcast. Maybe I should be more careful, but uh, I don't think, I don't think anybody's really gives a, sh- I mean, maybe someday if, if I, if I find a, I mean, I'm the kind of guy who, uh, um, oh no, Cody just messaged me and says, I got to cut that spooked stuff out. Uh Oh, um, so for the listeners, we I went on a bit of a rant about Spooked, and uh, we did some behind the scenes on his other podcast, and Cody was like, oh God, and I was maybe uh, telling tales out of school, and uh, I won't say what I said, but uh, Cody's going to cut it out. <laughs> I'm full of it. I'm full of it. Oh God. I can, I mean, I get people want to censor me. That's what it is. That's what it is. It's all fucking censorship, man. This is fucking communism. Um, no, I'm, I'm being ironic. If, if, if I ever say anything and it pisses someone off or, and legitimately makes them upset, I will go back and I'll, you know, I, I'm pretty careful, but, uh, I will, reap what I say or reap what I sow and uh, look at myself and reevaluate uh, who I am and try and change myself and be better because that's what life is about. It's about growing up. And uh, because I think if you're the kind of person you get to fucking 27, 28, 29 years old and you're not looking back at your early 20s and being like, wow, what a fucking idiot who didn't learn any lessons yet. If you're 29 and you're not thinking about, and you're not, you know, reflective on mistakes that you made, then you're a fucking asshole. Um, and you don't want to grow up and you want the, and, and if the world is changing and, and maturing and growing up and you're lamenting for a time in the past where it hadn't, then you're an asshole, I think. Because usually... I think change is good and, and uh, you know, education and growing up is good. And uh, if you feel threatened by social issues and stuff like this, taking forefront and things like this, I think you're a fucking ass. Um, so, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, he's going to cut the spook stuff out. I'm not going to tell you what we said i don't know what he will will say but i guess he's afraid that somebody's gonna you know <laughs> it was mostly just giving some behind the scenes on the spooked so yeah maybe someday you'll get the, the snyder cut of this episode and uh we, you'll hear what we had to say uh, we talked a bit about tony shalhoub 
and Michael Scott. Tony Shalhoub was on the TV show Monk, and Tony Shalhoub won a bunch of Emmys. Wow. Steve Carell was up for those same Emmys as for playing the character Michael Scott. Say what you want about that show. He's a pretty iconic character. I don't think he ever won an Emmy. And Tony Shalhoub for the character Monk has many. Um, I myself did watch The Office. It used to play after Survivor on Global growing up. So I, I would tape Survivor when I was at Taekwondo and it would also tape the office um so i would watch survivor in the office as it aired i think i did that for a few seasons of the first few seasons of the office played after survivor on global obviously they're on different networks in the states i know that but they're both on they played on global and i'm pretty sure my name is earl played after the office and i caught some of that too i can't remember how much was on that how much room was on that tape but uh, I remember I would watch the Emmys and I would root for Steve Corral. And Tony Shalhoub kept winning for a fucking monk. And I was like, what the hell? This show better be good. And Cody, I don't know if he'll cut this part out, if it's too controversial. <laughs> but he did say that he liked Monk. He thinks Monk is a good show. And I, I watched Monk. That episode or two, because I'm like, it must be good if he's winning all these Emmy. And I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? What the fuck is comical OCD? Oh, yeah, make fun of the guy with OCD and blah, blah, blah. He's washing his hands and blah, blah, blah. He's probably, it's his anxiety. You're making a fucking comedy out of it. Okay, that's cool. Um, That's so fucking funny. Mental health, mental illness is so funny. Not that... OCD is some like fucking thing we need to tiptoe and whisper around, but uh, I don't know. And, and not that I really, I, I do not buy into the whole fucking office thing. Oh my God, the office, everything, every office quote, is, everything in life is, is can be summed up with a quote from the office and Jim and Pam, they're my parents. Um, I wish Jim and Pam were my parents. <laughs> Al Pacino. I love Jim and Pam. When are they going to get those two together? I remember when Jim and Pam weren't together. That's how long I was watching that show for. And I dropped off pretty much when they got together. That's when I think the show starts being bad. And then there's a lot of show after that. And uh, yeah, I really like Jim and Pam together. I think a will they, won't won't they is good. They should have cut it off right when they got together. And Michael's pretty funny, too. But after a while, Michael Scott becomes a little one-note. Michael one-note. Yeah, he's funnier in the earlier seasons. So is Dwight. Dwight, obviously some funny stuff happens afterwards, but honestly, it starts to get a little realistic. The funny stuff becomes these big, wild fucking, the fire, and he's and Dwight is staging these huge things, and Kevin is swimming in chili. Those are funny things, but the original few seasons of The Office were like kind of contained and calm and found humor... Without going big. And then I know I made Elfing around this fucking huge dumb thing. But I mean, just like 
the senses of humor were different. Not senses of humor, obviously. They're the same writers and stuff like that, but anyway, you can you can beat the shit out of me. I know people get mad at me for my opinions, and I get mad at people on podcasts that I listen to for having opinions that separate from mine. But what do you do? People have opinions, and you're going to differ from stuff, and you're going to get mad, and blah, blah, blah. But you try to, you know, be yourself and not be an asshole. I'm trying not to be an asshole. I don't know. Maybe I am an asshole by how much I try not to be an asshole. I put myself on some moral high ground. But, uh, or maybe I seem flippant. Like, I don't give a shit. I think I've been accused of that before. Uh, but I do. I don't give a shit. I like doing this podcast. I hope we can do this for 10 more years. feel bad that Cody needs to edit the episode because I went off. I went off like a king. But uh, I talked for longer than I thought I would, obviously. You know, I think like 10 minutes or so. Should I wrap this up? I don't know. You're just inside my brain right now. I'm just speaking. I wonder if my girlfriend's in the other room. I wonder if she can hear me. I mean, probably not. But uh, this is certainly an episode. I can't believe he didn't watch Finder's Fee and he watched Pearl Harbor instead and then didn't even talk about Pearl Harbor and try to get me to watch Temptation. I don't know. It just sounds trashy to me. It sounds like something I would hate. Um, I'm sure, you know, some people are like, come on, Joel, just give it a chance. I'm like, I don't know. I I am very careful with with the with the things that I watch. To be honest, I think a lot about what I watch, and I try not to waste my fucking time. <laughs> and I often do, but uh, I try and watch things that I feel are going to either make me happy, make me think, or whatever. You know, I get disappointed when I don't like a movie. To be honest, and. Uh, Sometimes, even if I don't like a movie, I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I watched it. There's interesting things in it. There's things to talk about, you know? Maybe I get to podcast about it later, you know? It expands your knowledge. But even so, when I watch Temptation Island, it's just fucking... Like, it's it's hard for me to shut my brain off and just enjoy it because I just keep overthinking and what's happening and blah, blah, blah. Like, I watch the Real Housewives sometimes, and I just... I can't be like, I can't shut my brain off and be like, <laughs> that's kind of funny. Wow, that's pretty silly. I just overthink it. I'm like, why are they doing this? I think about what's going on behind the scenes to make this like manufactured or, and I'm fucking, I also really do get mad at like uh, over excess. Like I like watching like fictionalized uh, wealthiness. Um, like, for example, Wolf of Wall Street or this movie called The Great Beauty, which I like a lot. I like seeing like, the biggest party possible but not in real life because it just pisses me off like wealth porn like especially when they're like doing all this stuff then there's other scenes where they just won't share it with their friends or their family and all this stuff and you see how selfish and they're hoarding their money and these billionaires millionaires all this shit and they're like fucking being so selfish with it and obviously i'm not like super rich I'm not, I'm not super poor but like I'm not like it's just pissing me off you know oh he's a socialist oh a socialist podcast blah 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 anyway I'm being this is kind of becoming one of those podcasts I hate like a Chris Delia or, or Bill Burr oh here he goes again he's going after Bill Burr um, 
Yeah, I don't love podcasts where it's just one guy talking. But at least I had the conversation before to propel me. And uh, I'm trying to make up for lost time because we lost some a big chunk of there that Cody's going to edit out. So I do want to fucking add some time on there so people don't feel wasted. Like, oh, they downloaded this podcast. They only give me 30 minutes. 30 minutes. That's not even my commute. Are you kidding me? Um, not that many people are commuting right now. Maybe someday. The people are catching up with this in 2025. Jeez. It feels a long way away. 2025. Hey, if you're listening to this in 2025, reach out to me if I'm not dead. And uh, let me know uh, how this has aged, I guess. Maybe Tony Shalhoub has become a big star. And Finder's Fee and Jeff Probst directed Tony Shalhoub to an Oscar. And he beat Steve Carell in Fox Catcher 2. Uh, Fox Catchatory. <laughs> anyway, I hope he doesn't cut out my kids in the hall joke earlier. That was a good one. Anyway, I'm not going to watch Temptation Island, but I hope you listen to the podcast next week. And uh, yeah, and uh, we'll have a good time and follow us on uh, Instagram and yeah, if you like this episode, this is definitely a strange episode. This is not like any podcast I've ever listened to. I don't think. I mean, obviously, it's very loose and all over the place. And I maybe would be frustrated with it if I listened to this. It's not like any podcast I've ever listened to, but it's maybe that's a bad thing. But maybe it's a good thing for you. Maybe if you got this far and you're like, wow, this is some innovative stuff. This is how you fucking create content during a pandemic. Good for you, gentlemen. Um, uh, then, yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. But anyway, I don't listen back to these because I kind of cringe. I kind of cringe at it. I'm like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Why did I say that? Why did I do that? Um, but anyway, maybe you liked it. Maybe you like this kind of shit. I don't know. I don't know what you like. But uh, anyway, I'm just going to end it here. Uh, fucking send me a message, even if I don't know you. Be like, well, yo, what's up? Listen to your podcast. I like reaching out to podcast hosts. I know they appreciate it, unless they're fucking super famous. They don't give a shit. Honestly, it's endearing when, uh, to me, I prefer to be fans of people that are nice to their fans and don't don't fucking feel like big headed. Anyway, obviously, fame is hard, but if you have a podcast, you're not fucking so famous. You're not that fucking famous, dude. Anyway, <sighs> I'm done here. I'm done. Um, I'm not famous. I. We don't have very many listeners. I'm not saying that I think that I'm famous, but a lot of people I've reached out to some podcast hosts just to be like, hey, I listen to your podcast, blah, 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 and they don't respond back or they'd be like, yeah, yeah. If you, like, if I, wait, like, fucking, how much, you, you got all the time in the fucking world. I don't care. I'll talk to you if you, if you message me, even if I don't know you. Anyway, um, Jesus, I've talked for a while. Well, a lot, a lot longer than I thought I would. Okay, I'll finish this. This is the thing. If I don't have somebody, this is the. If I don't have somebody trying to stop me, then I'll just talk forever. Because I don't know. Maybe this is the thing I need. 
because in my life, I don't talk if I'm by myself. Um, I just kind of sit around and try and think of something to do while there's all these fucking thoughts in my head. ADD, you know, that's what it's like. You're trying to find well, something to fucking focus on. Oh, and then it always ends up, oh, I'm fucking scrolling in my fucking phone like a fucking uh, loser or some shit. And maybe I just need to talk my way through it. That maybe I sound like a crazy. What? The, really, what is wrong with talking to yourself, though? I guess, really. I should just talk to myself. Maybe I'll create worlds and uh, find myself an imaginary friend or something and I'll talk to them oh my god that's insane that's an that's an incredible thought I could go down this rabbit hole does that make me a crazy person to talk to myself all the time so I have something to focus on hmm I don't I think that's that's maybe I'll try it I'll check back next week maybe check in with me see how I'm doing with the whole talking to myself thing uh, instead of I don't want to start a podcast where I just talk to myself all the time this is not a thing I want to do um, I do not want to be Christelia I don't want to be Bill Burr or anybody who's trying to imitate them I don't listen to those podcasts I hate listening to those podcasts maybe I would hate listening to this podcast right now but I don't want to do that but maybe I do want to just talk all the time by, by myself Interesting to think about. Oh, welcome to my brain, ladies and gentlemen, and people, and all that. Um, everyone, uh, folks, welcome to my brain. Anyway, um, maybe Cody, if you're listening to this, maybe record something and just be like, hey, Joel. Or, hey, blah, 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 talk about maybe. I wonder if Cody will listen to this. Okay. Uh, here's how I'll get Cody to. Here's how I'll know if Cody listened to this. Cody, you have to send me a message with a picture of John Louis Glazamo. Um, so you send me a picture of John Louis Glazamo in Luigi makeup. Or, you know, his Luigi costume from the Super Smash Brothers, or Super Mario Brothers movie. Um, they should bring back John Leguizamo. The age he is right now for a Luigi's Mansion movie. That's what, that's what you should message me with a picture of John Leguizamo. That's Luigi. Obviously, Bob Hoskins is dead, so he can't come back as Mario. But John Leguizamo... Tell Cody, if you're listening, tell me, send me a picture of John Leguizamo with a caption saying they should bring them back. John Leguizamo, the age he is right now, to be in a uh, spiritual sequel or semi-sequel called uh, to the Super Smash Bros. 90, 90s movie called Luigi's Mansion based on that video game. And he's like an old, aging Luigi He's in like it's like Vincent Price vibes, right? Um, or like Christopher Lee, Peter Cushing, or something. Something like he's like an old haunted old haunted old man who's has a mansion that's haunted and 
there's ghosts and Bowser and all. Maybe Bowser's in it. Koopa Troopa. I know Dennis Hopper can't reprise his role. I don't know, but maybe Army Hammer or I don't know somebody. They could get big stars for it, and John Leguizamo is a big get, and maybe he has a son, or maybe Wario or Waluigi are in it, and uh, yeah, maybe uh, Luigi's kind of like an anti-hero. We're not sure whether to trust him or not. He's had a life. He's kind of like a Clint Eastwood character. Clint Eastwood in The Mule. He's like, uh, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. Um, and uh, it's time for me to, to do some good in this world. And Maybe he invites a bunch of people, like young, spry people to his house. Maybe that's like a cl- like clue. It's a murder mystery. I don't know. Fucking make the movie. Ask Ari Aster to fucking make it, Cody. I don't know. Anyway, send that message to me just so I know that you listened. And uh, God. Oh, I gotta say, I'm moving right now, so it's a bit of a not stressed. It's just, I'm procrastinating by making content right now. <laughs> this is content. This is my fucking content. I'm just fucking talking. Not a lot of people can talk like this. Who cares? Who cares? Yo, this, this is how you know it's a bad podcast. If it starts with, yo, are we recording right now? It's like, yeah, this is the fucking podcast, man. This is it. This is the podcast. We're just going to be talking. That's how you know it's a bad podcast. Because there's no context for the listeners. What are you fucking talking about? Just at least to have a boat, have a, have a container. Don't fucking go and we're going to fucking talk about whatever, man, whatever, who cares, you know, it's just about us. You know, it's about me. That's pretty fucking, that's like, uh, cocky at the very least you gotta be like okay we're gonna talk for 20 minutes we're gonna take a break then we talk for 20 more minutes take a break after that we go to the mailbag that's fine that's good that's a good way to fucking keep yourself contained but if you just are like yeah we're just gonna fucking talk we're just gonna have a fucking conversation and it's like yeah I like soda water I like it nice and fizzy, and uh, I want it to make me hurt. And uh, it's that's the thing about comedy. It hurts. So fucking stupid. Hear this fucking Kevin Hart commercial for his podcast where he's like, my new podcast where I talk to comedians because I think that we're the most interesting people on the planet. I'm like, go fuck yourself, Kevin Hart. Go fuck yourself, you fucking idiot. Comedians are the most interesting people on the planet? No. No. You are up your own ass if you actually think that. They're the most self-interested people on the planet, maybe. They're the, they're the people who have the most to say about themselves. Sure. That's why they're good at podcasting, because they can fucking talk. But they're not the most interesting people in the world. Absolutely fucking not. Um, and I'm saying this as a comedian. So... All right. I'm saying all this shit while here I am being the thing that I hate. I've talked for about 25 minutes by myself. And I'm just thinking about all those people that I warned at the beginning being like, 
the people listen when I'm talking to Cody, I'm like, the people listening, I don't know how much is left. They know how much I talked for. And it's fucking 20. And, and I'm like, oh, it'll probably be two or three minutes. And it's fucking 25 minutes. Well, if you made it this far and you didn't turn it off right when I said that, because <laughs> you looked and you're like, wow. Then fucking congratulations. And I feel like we know each other better now. And we're friends. If you feel like we're friends and we don't even know each other, then we're friends. Anyway, I got to go. I got to fucking get out of here. And so do you. So do you. Should old acquaintance be forgotten and brought to mind? Thank you for listening, Marcus. Thank you for listening, Joey. Thank you for listening, Stephen. Thank you for listening, Linda. Thank you for listening, Sarah. Thank you for listening, Amanda. Thank you for listening, Michael, Johnny, Papa, Dingle, Herbert, Shiloh. Anyway, I gotta go. Sayonara. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Give us a, if you've gotten this far and you hadn't given us a five star review, get ahead. Okay, bye.